Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. I'm Gillian Smith and I'm here with the Arts Report with my Soho Times on the radio. We were just speaking to Alan Jones, presenter and journalist, and Alan has disappeared now and he has been replaced by our second guest. Now, we are absolutely thrilled to welcome her. She's a singer, songwriter, I don't know, everything really, presenter, winner, all sorts of things. So this is Laura White. Welcome, Laura. Uh, Thank you so much, Gillian. It's a pleasure to be here. Ah. I love your show. I love it. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Well, it's lovely to see you. So I'm going I have to ask you because everybody's what have you been doing for the last 18 months because what has everybody been doing but I mean you know in your your you know line of work yes yes well do you know I mean thank goodness you know myself my family we all kept healthy um because obviously it's been such a it's been such a crazy time for so many people and you know I'm sending my love to everyone it's just been so so tough I think being a musician as well the good thing is is you know I write most of my songs on a on my piano at home and then I have an engineer who just sort of works with me on my songs so my actual big recording sessions everything just stopped for about 18 months you know it's just been it's just been a lot of home writing really so you didn't you weren't sort of planning a tour or anything like that when it all stopped were you because I mean I know some people because I've been hearing some people are planning to go out on the road and then everything yeah. stopped was was that yeah. to you no do you know what I was playing I played a couple of shows in Camden mm. just before lockdown hit um and yeah no I've not been able to do any of that but obviously a lot of the like we've done a lot of well, I've done a lot of big features and things like that during lockdown and you know these DJs would usually be touring all year round and mm. we'd have done a lot of those shows live but sadly we just couldn't get out and couldn't put any of the shows on so it was it was a tough so time so you do for everything everyone. from kind of just from home at the moment then everything you've been so, able to do Yes, so I have I have a, a couple of engineers who work for me, one in London, one in Manchester, and then I always write, everybody knows I write a lot of my songs on my upright piano at home, and then just take them in to my studio, and then we just sort of lay them down, me and my engineer. But before that, we do, you know, I was working with so many different co-writers, and maybe there was three, four of us in mm. a room at a time writing the songs, and... Um, we just couldn't do any of that during lockdown because it was just so you know every, no one could be in the same room and it was a it was a tough time. It's really hard because you've worked with some great names, haven't you? Rita oh. Ora and you've written for Paloma Faith and you had and was Charles oh. Hamilton for the, the whole um, you know the, the the Empire Grammy nominee, of course. Uh, song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the the songwriting has been 
it's just been the most unbelievable journey and all. I think, I mean, I, I always say, like, I started writing songs so many years ago. You know, I came from um, from Manchester originally. I moved to London. I was in a, a soul band at first. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Mark Ronson, who was our producer over in New York. And that was, like, the first break I got. And then I wrote songs for about... You know, about seven years, I wrote a song every day. And then eventually I had the the first one was the Rita Ora single. That was the one that just sort of propelled all the writing. And it was crazy. Yeah, it was... Life-changing. Well, yeah, and different sort of in those days because obviously the the kind of cooperation you do and collaboration you do was all in person, wasn't it? Oh, yes, so so much of it. And, Mm. you know, different producers I worked with and different... So a lot of it was a lot of people sending me tracks or, like I said, just me on a piano. I mean, mean, to be honest, I like to write a lot of my songs just me and just a piano anyway, so Mm. I was used to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just think it just got a bit lonely. I couldn't see people. It must do. I know, because, you you know, because obviously, if you're a songwriter as well, and you know it gives you something to do, but I mean, when everybody's not outside, um, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. But you know, as a performer, you must miss the kind of you know the to and fro and a collaborator oh. too. Yes, and miss the you know I missed not going to live shows, and I missed really just like hearing hearing some live music and just just to be honest interacting with people like after a while you're a bit you know you Mm. miss there's only so much and also the inspiration like you don't realize what it gets from Mm. when you go to new places and you meet new people if you don't have that you're sort of dragging the songs from a place that you've not really experienced anything new for a while so it was tougher Oh, sounds it. But what are you doing now? Because you're in a studio, aren't you? This is great. So yes, yes. Are you, are you, is this in the centre of London or, are you, you know, what are you doing? So I'm, yeah, no, no. So I'm based in, I'm now based in Richmond. So like I said, I moved to London uh, many years ago and just started writing all these songs. Um, so most of my studios now, because now I'm in Richmond where we, we mostly record near, well, it's always in West, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing I've that I'm doing is I've been, during lockdown, I've been writing writing a lot of um of film music ah. so i did i did a i did a feature in um a very big film it was called four kids in it with michael kane right and i wrote that and oh, that actually, i remember out. that yeah no i remember that being released yep yeah, so that came out during lockdown, uh-huh. and then and then the next thing I just I got assigned to write for the Lol Dolls movie, which is like going to be a big uh, children's film, right. and then tonight I'm actually recording a song um, that I've been I, no one knows about it this yet, but it's me and Tiny Temper. Oh, so, so all kinds of just like different music and different writing and I just write whatever I'm passionate about you know and that one I'm going to be featuring on as well though oh I, I was going to say because how wonderful as it is to write it must be it must be nice to kind of exercise your vocal cords every now and again yeah. as well <laughs> on your own it's, behalf yeah, totally I mean and just like you know getting out there and singing like it feel it feels so good to to, to be in a job like that where you can just sing every day and enjoy what you do. So I think on the days I'm not singing, I don't really enjoy it as much. Uh, I think that's why I took up um, I took up running in lockdown as well. Run? I started to run. Did you run, run by the river? Up yeah, and down the river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cross the river back again. Yeah, because because I think after a while, like you do need something to sort of like get mm. you out and get, you know, feeling mentally really well. And so I really enjoyed that over lockdown as oh, well. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not so much of a runner. I, I walked a lot, but I'm... 
I don't think I can. But you get to a point where you've walked the same bit. Or, yeah. You know, you know. I live in West London as well. I live in Ealing, but I mean, I yeah. feel like I have tramped around that common so many times. You know, the park, oh. the common, the roads, and I think, yeah. oh, I just want to go. I was looking at my steps this month. I thought this is terrible. I've hardly moved. Yeah, so. yeah. And it is one of them things where you've got to, you know, to keep the inspiration going. You know, for a, and I remember for a while it was only the supermarkets that were open. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And after a, and I'm all about like me and my mum. I mean, we're from Bolton. Like. Like me and my mum, Asda is like a day out for us. Hey, so, that's what we but, like um, to hear. But after a while, we were like, I can't see Asda again. Oh, no, we were like, I was like that with Tesco Metro. It was like, oh, dear God in heaven, you know. Because, I mean, we used to, my, my, my daughter, we used to go out. We know, oh. People were saying, oh, well, you know, you, 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 you could order it all in. We're like, no, no, this is, all, this is big for us going yeah. to the supermarket. Which yeah. one do we do? You I know. know, and it became like, well, you've got to like, you know, that, if that's your only enjoyment, you think, oh, my gosh. But it, it was, it, like I said, it was such a tough time. So the, mm. the and the music and the singing well, have you found yourself me... writing a song about it or anything or was it if you trying oh. to avoid you know what, what does a lockdown song sound I know, like I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean like i said that that was the toughest thing because i think sometimes you've got a you know you need the inspiration and you need to sort of get out and see your friends and see your family and travel and see things and mm. and a lot of the um like i said a lot of the features i did a, another big feature in lockdown which was me and cash 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 a, a, a big big american dance act mm-hmm. and like usually like we'd go and tour that and we'd go and play the record but we just couldn't do any of it. So right. it was like, you'll see the record do so well, but you can't experience it the same. Yeah, you know? it's like weird. It's almost like somebody else's, isn't it? It's like you've sent it out and, and, and instead of being involved in its, in its reaching people, you're, you're just sort of sat back and going, yeah. And just like seeing, okay, I think he's doing well. I think he's doing know, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, but that, that hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed we don't know, but you know, just fingers crossed that it will change and so, that you will. Yeah. So, I mean, have you got any plans to sort of, you know, to get for, go further afield? So um, do you mean... As in, as in professionally, as in, yeah. Oh so, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, I mean, do you know? I mean, my next thing is, I mean, I'm going to be releasing my own music, and I'm going to be releasing like my own soul songs now as well, which is my own thing. And then, like I said, my next features are going to be. I think I'm going to do another one. Like there's the Tiny Temple one, uh-huh. the Galantis one. So all of these will have me on uh, as an artist as well. You know, so it's just going to be. It's literally now just like building and building. And like I said, it's been. Um, it's been such a long journey of like me moving from Manchester years ago writing all these songs and just building and building like it's just constant just just believing in it you know and just like building something from the roots it's kind of like I I read so many business books and entrepreneurial stories which (laughs) do you because gosh I think it's because I feel like I've uh I've I've built something for so long so I really relate with with them things of of building a business from from nothing into something, you know. So you, yeah. you wouldn't think like that as a rule because it's because because it's such an artistic thing and the music is so and it's also such a personal thing. I suppose people, you know, the view of, of singers and, and and songwriters that they just sit there with all the, with almost like you know sort of music notes coming out of their head or something. Oh, but it's a bit more complicated than that. I, I see so much. Yeah, talking about we're going to play one of your tracks now. Okay. Um, now you you mentioned a few of them that you'd like to. Um, which we've we've got one that the the, the street life version with uh, with your with Bugsy Malone. Can yes, you tell us a little bit about yes. that one? Yes. So that particular song, do you know it, it was amazing actually how it happened because obviously me and Bugsy from the same city, both from Manchester, 
Um, and you know, we we'd I'd sort of briefly spoke with him about doing a record many years ago, but never met him. And then I was, um, like I said, after writing all these songs for years, I was so fortunate. It was a naughty boy who heard my music. And he was like, we should do something. And I was like, oh my God, he's done so much at this point. I felt so blessed. I, I went in, cut a record. It was me and Miss Banks and Naughty Boy who did that. And then he said, you want to come in tomorrow and write something for Bugsy? Bugsy's here. And I was like, I love Bugsy. Like, yeah, I'll come in. And then we literally, he just played me the um, the track, which was all we had at the time was like the beat and the saxophone on it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the quickest songs. I, I think I wrote Street Life in about 10 minutes. It was crazy. <laughs> it was a lucky day. In I real like, time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was but like, you didn't really have an awful oh, lot of prep time though, did you? It was a question of I'm going to go in there and do it and I'm not yes. going to waste this opportunity. You know, and he was he was such a uh, such a, an amazing, amazing artist to write for and to, to collaborate with you know when when he so anyway we we made the record and then um he released the album and the album went number two and it was it was just everywhere you know so we i'm so proud of it and the most important thing for me as well is um it it, it, it to me it really sounds like manchester you know it, uh, it has that it sounds like home it has it the sound like of home, home. yeah oh, well i'm from wolverhampton myself i don't know what that sounds like i'll have to think about it <laughs> <laughs> But, but so, what we'll do now is, well, I'm not meaning to insult anyone from my hometown. I'm a big Wolves fan. Oh, me for, too. For the team. <laughs> Very much for the team. My dad is a big Wolves supporter. Oh, so let's put Street Life on and have a little listen to oh, your collaboration. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to My Soho Times on the radio with the Arts Report. And that was Street Life by my guest, Laura White. And we were just having a chat about, ooh, you know, what we've been doing for the last 18 months, what um, what Laura's doing, what, uh, you know, about collaboration, things like that, and the music industry. So this is going to be another question that I'm going to ask you, which is very sweeping. Mm-hmm. How do you think the music industry has kind of responded to all this? I mean, there's been a lot of initiatives with sort of helping as well, hasn't there? You know, people yes. doing, um, you know, doing sort of charity work and doing, you know, benefits oh. and stuff like that. Yes, yes. I mean, do you know what? It's been, it's been, I'll tell you what it's been, what it has brought a positive. I think it's given everybody a time to, to slow down and to think about the things that we've got to work on and we have to change you know I remember like this was probably about six months ago this was a big thing that happened a lot of songwriters were sort of protesting and speaking out for you know the because since streaming has happened Mm. obviously the money isn't the same for songwriters to make so this this became a thing and I think because I uh because I feature and and sing on a lot of the records it's not just the songwriting so I can you know thank thank goodness I can I can make money with with doing the singing as well as the songwriting so sort of residuals that people get when they're on yeah yeah Yeah. you know but I think for the songwriters that was a big thing where they really like were starting to fight back because 
that was a thing that happened. I think streaming's great in a lot of ways, but mm. it's it's been a tough time for so many songwriters. So well, it's not very given... regulated, or it hasn't been. I, I, it surprises yeah. me because it's been going on for so long that I would have thought it would have been, you know, some things that have been tightened up. Exactly. Has that all kind of gone under underground a bit now since the last year and a half? Or yes, it? yes. Ah. So I think just I think just in general, I think a lot of people have just sort of been been fighting back and speaking out about about more things. And like I said, I mean, lockdown's given us all a chance to reflect about mm. so many things you know and, and also about our lives I think I've met so many people who've sort of had this lockdown period and they've thought do you know what I don't I don't want to see these friends anymore I don't want to do this Plastic. in my life yeah. I see any yeah. friend personally yeah. anyone <laughs> but you know I think I mean, I mean, yeah, the bloke from Amazon Prime is good enough for oh, me I know no, I wasn't on my own so I can't really complain I was you know with the three of us in the house so it wasn't really oh, a problem but, but you know good. what I mean yeah but it has been one of them. T- I think Gosh. it's given people a lot. I think it's given a lot of people reflection time, you know, mm. and what they want to change, what they don't want to do, when, when, if, when, and if normal life ever comes back. And well, it looks quite normal out there, doesn't it? That's in the middle yeah, of Soho, of course. It being my, it being Soho Radio. Obviously, this is where we are. But it's looking, you know. And so I think Soho never stops. I used to actually it did, live it in did Soho. Then. Oh God, it did. It did during um, during oh. lockdown because I used to come in here occasionally because I used to, I was still going out and filming things because you know particularly sort of. Uh, the sort of, sort of how-to films, things like that, you know, yeah. instructional films. Yeah. And um, and it was just really, really dead and kind of Gosh. very strange. So <sighs> this to me is just fantastic. So. I know it's gradually, it's gradually like getting back to mm. to, to life, but you isn't have to keep it? For everything, it's better. <laughs> I know, I know. And that was the thing. I think, I think so many people we were all becoming so like the masks. You know, we were used to the masks. We were used to the queuing. We were used to it. Did it did start hitting a point? I remember once I was in Richmond and I saw a little old lady, and it killed me this day. She was just in the street and she she shouted to. I think she was with a carer. Mm. She shouted, "I can't cope anymore. Oh. If they give us another lockdown." And I think yeah, it was like hard. when when you see that like so many I've I've got my own house in in Richmond mm. way and for a lot of that like, because I was on my own it does start getting it's tough like, it is tough so no 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 it is strong. tough and it it's sort of you know it's, it's tough for younger people as well because you know you you and you were supposed oh. to be the, the very point in your life when you meant to be out with your friends and yes. you know enjoying yourself they were all like like that <laughs> suddenly we were just there and I'm just like with the piano like what do yeah, I do? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so do you think, but now that it is coming out, and it is here, I mean, I know that it's different in other parts of the globe, and you know, and, um, but do you kind of feel that there's a new spirit within your industry? Are you getting more people contacting you and saying, you know, different initiatives, stuff like that coming up that they want you to do? Yeah, I think, I think, no, it's just gradually getting back. I mean, yesterday, yesterday I've actually had the call, so I don't know if, I don't know if it's an audience yet, but if it is, everybody, check it out anyway. But mm-hmm. I think in September, that's going to be, um, I'm working for the BBC again. Uh-huh. And we're going to be doing a like a live. It's on. I think it's the sixteenth of September. I'm going to be doing a live with the Philharmonic. So Ooh. that's me singing songs for uh, for Manchester. And I, so, oh, that's so, fantastic. So we're doing that because it's fifty years of BBC Manchester. That so you're going to go back up there and do it. Yeah. So I go back up north then. Mm. And but again, like they, they said, we don't think there'll be an audience. It's just going to be like they'll just you know broadcast it to radio. And so at the minute, I think that's not quite gone back. Yeah. It's funny though because there are audiences.
experiences. I mean, I mean, as I said, when I was, I was talking to Alan, I was saying I was just walking past the theatre and they were all queuing to get in, the one uh, the, with the stop-off player, Leopold Stout. So people oh, are, yeah. and not everywhere. I, I popped into the BFI yesterday and, again, it was very quiet, but there was a guy sitting there kind of filing his nails saying, <laughs> we're coming back soon, he went. Here, oh, have a brochure. I was yes. like... Um, yeah, so they're, 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 they are. I mean, the, the restrictions are lifted, but it, it's whether you can get people to come, I think, is the, you know, to come and... That's the thing. That's the thing, because people still, they still do want to be, want to be safe, you know. Mm. They want but to they can be, because they can, you know, they can kind of, you know, restrict it slightly. But, I mean, something's changing. Yes. Is it this week or is it next week or Monday whereby oh. there's another something coming, I think, whereby oh. you don't have to isolate if you're something. I don't know what it is. You don't have to isolate if you've been been pinged or something. Oh, I don't right, know. Right. So if you've, if you've been double vaccinated. Yes, so there's, there's yes. every, the more of that that happens and if everything, if, if we manage to get through that lot, then, you know, I'd imagine by September, I think you have... Oh, you never know, though, though, you know. Yes, and I mean, the gentleman I met outside before, he was saying he's going on his holidays on Monday and I thought, holiday? I've not taken a holiday in, like, in years. No one's... Um, I mean, I'm so fortunate for anyone who's out there who, who loves Carmel. Carmel is my dream place. I just love Cornwall, and my family have a holiday home there, so it's oh my um. Goodness. So thankfully, we could at least because it's like our home as well. We could, yeah, you could, we go, could down go down there. there. You could see the sea. Thank goodness, yeah. And the breeze, because, <laughs> yeah. Well, stiff wind, really, isn't it? Because, <laughs> but because there was nowhere else to uh, to go for anyone, was there? It's sort of September, maybe. I think about it because I think September. You know, when, when the kids go back to school, not uh, the, oh, the number of people I know who've got kids who've told me, you know, they've only just got them back to school, and of course they had holidays. Uh, so. And how old is your daughter, Jill? Oh no, she's twenty-two. Oh, so, is she? Yeah, she's, at she's twenty-two. Uh-huh. She's she's got a job now, but she did have to do uh-huh. her the end of her degree at home. Yeah huge disappointment to her and she didn't really get Gosh. to graduate properly so you know but, but even that is is a completely different absolutely different thing yeah from i mean novels. yeah but she was she said she feels really grateful that she got two years more and two and a half years most of her university experience was just normal oh. it was only the end where she had to you know do the dissertation yeah. and do everything yeah but a lot of other people that you know you know you, it's, it's really weird going to university and sitting in a in a room and just going online isn't it oh That's my gosh how and do you meet people how do you meet all your you know exactly and, and it takes it's that thing of it's a lot of self-motivation yeah. you know that was the thing I think being a being a musician anyway like you've got to you know every day you're like okay I'm gonna go to this studio and but you have to find the motivation you know I think mm. if you if I'm there if, you, if you're having a lot of days at home or you're looking at the piano like I know I should be going on well, it, well you, you, you sound pretty good to me because you you haven't said that you're doing the one thing that I did when I was working from home, which is essentially oh. half the time keep my, my nose in the fridge. I'm, yes. I'm literally going from the living room to the kitchen yeah. and then back again. And I'm sitting there typing or writing oh. or doing something when I was writing stuff. And then I'm like, hmm, hmm, I wonder if there's anything in the fridge. I'm like, you've just looked in the fridge. Yeah, and, and because it is it is sort of, and I think that's why I, I took up the run it. She looks yeah. fantastic, everybody there. She's sticking no, into her. No, fantastic. no, trust me. I was like, ah, I, I had to make a real effort. When we came out of this, I was like, oh, dear God. No, <laughs> but doing but it, it is so tough. And I think that's why I, I did pick up on the running more because, because it is one of them things where if you, you know, and, I, and I'm one of these, I'm a girl, I love, I love my dinner, I love my food. So I think, God, if I, if I um, and I'm all or nothing, I think some mm. people are like yeah, yeah, that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm all or nothing as you well. Know? Mm. So I think, God, if I, if I start that like no fitness and then I just have a cake in the morning, by the, by the end of the day, I've eaten five cakes. That is oh. me. <laughs> Cereal with me? Don't put a box of cereal. I don't 
what my mother would say if she was around. She'd be really annoyed because you put a box of cereal in our house, and both of us will eat it. You know, before by the end of the day, we've had an entire box. So <laughs> it's so tough. It is so. So I think so. I felt for so many people who've. You know, you've just got to try. Everybody's trying the best, aren't they? It's been such a tough time. It is. But, I mean, as you say, I mean, you've done... You you, you, you managed to achieve a lot. So, I mean, you know, you've done done sort of really well. So, can you tell us about what what you're actually recording? Are you doing a new album as well? Are you doing anything else? What is it that you're doing? So, yes, so my next... So, my next things, like I say, are going to be my own soul music, you know. So, my my dream is, I mean, I've played... I've played in... I've played everything from, from arenas to smaller theatre shows to so I've played all over but one of my dreams is to play the Jules Holland show it's oh. been like that's been like my, my the New longest... Year's Eve one that would be one fantastic yes <laughs> come on I want to do this and I've, and I've worked with so many jazzers and different people but I think I think my own my own music you know now my Spotify has, has built you know God bless all my listeners and I'm on about I'm on about three million monthly listeners now which is Ooh. crazy um, and then all the all the features like I said the next you know these next records that are coming out will be amazing for for us to release and but I think my own soul music is my my love's just always been soul you know I've always loved as a young girl I loved Motown I love I'm really old school I love Frank Sinatra Tony Bennett and you know I'm really old school in my heart so even though I've been offered so many amazing different albums like you know we want you to make a dance album or I'm just really, really like wanting to make a real soul album. So I've got, I've kind of got all the material ready, and now what we're going to be doing is is monthly releasing my own music as well as all these. As well as do you do standards features. with the soul? Do you do or not standards, but you know covers as well, your versions, uh, or is it all new music? Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, at gigs I'll play. I'll occasionally like play these odd, odd, odd different shows, and you know, and I've played. Gosh, I mean, I mean, some of the gigs I've, I've. I've been so lucky. I mean, I played with a, I played a show for the Prime Minister. I've played shows for you know Paul Scholes, different actors. Like so, I've played in so many amazing gigs and done people's, you know, party. I've just played everywhere, and I think. But still, my my lifelong goal has always been to do Jules Allen. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna come. It's so gonna happen. That's just the it's love of my life. Going you know? to happen for yeah. sure. Let's put it out there. Put it out yeah, there. Put it out there. Come yeah, on, Jules. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! No, but it, it 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 it's you know it's it's it sounds amazing. Yeah, no, I like I like a bit of soul, just you know this and that. And I'm kind of a, a, oh. a, a bit eclectic. I'm not, to, but I mean, you as you say, covering as much as you do and and yes. collaborating with the, the, the number of people that you have is is, is really oh. good. So I'm gonna play because we're probably going to be coming um, up to time wise going to be coming up to the to the time to sadly leave because it's been such a, a great time but I've had such a lovely chat with you Anna. I know and you too Gillian I love Gillian from the second we met because we met obviously doing, <laughs> doing a the, thing for cats doing protection the, cats, the cat awards who knew the cat awards because I love catties everyone I love cats yeah. how many have you got so I've got I've got two cats and the names are um, Stevie Wonder and Aretha Franklin they would be Aretha though <laughs> I bet Aretha is, is, the, is the queen yes 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 she is she is of course she is I I would expect no less from her. Yeah. Live up to her name. 
which is what we want to hear. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, great. Well, we're going to play you out with one of your tracks. Now, oh. we've put in Nobody because that is a, you know, oh, that track is it's got you. everyone. I mean, you know, it's, it's a real love of, you know, I hear so every time you read something about oh. it, people go, I love that track. So could you just tell us a tiny bit about the track? Of course, of course. Oh. So, yes, why I wrote Nobody. I actually travelled just before lockdown. I travelled to LA for this one. Um, I wrote it with uh, the, well, it was the, the amazing producer was Peter Zizzo, who's done lots of big films and he's you can hear the track is is so it's like almost orchestrated you know it's beautiful and the the other writer was Pam Shane who wrote Genie in a Bottle for ah. Christina Aguilera so mm-hmm. amazing co-write loved it so much and I wanted to write something at the time I'm also a big fan of the Eagles oh yeah I'm a big fan of the Eagles I love the so Eagles. old you're, you're so young so I, want, <laughs> so I wanted to do something that felt like a real classic chorus and, and nobody is a song about I just always, um, you know, I, just to tell people to never, to, to never settle for less in life. You know, that's something I, I always mm-hmm. stand by. And I just, I just had so many friends that were like dating like these guys that were like, no good. And I thought, no, let's write a really empowering yeah. song for yeah, women. Yeah, and you're somebody not going to them. Yeah. And this is how it came out. Well, you know, it's it's been sort of universally loved. So I'm going to play mm. nobody, and in, and uh, just, but just before that, I'm going to say thank you so much, Laura, for coming oh, in to talk to me. It's been you, absolutely Julian. lovely, and thank good luck you. because it all looks like it's all coming together for you, which is great. Yes. So you know, we're going to keep a we're going to make sure everybody keeps a lookout for the next yes. thing that you're doing. And thank you for listening, everyone. So nice to meet you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Was in your hands, but you made out the plans with somebody else, my darling. Mm-hmm. With somebody else.